Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. And there it is! Sutton United of the GM Foxhall Conference have put down first division Coventry City, winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never won like this. But the whistle goes down. Delight for Sutton United, Sutton United for the National League are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Bienvenidos a otro episodio de Sutton United Talk Diamond Podcast. Una mención especial a todos nuestros nuevos oyentes de España. Hello, the graphic was out of date, but I got another update yesterday, and apparently I'm I'm still number 159 in football podcasts in Spain. I I cannot explain this. I don't know why, but I'm I'm loving it. I think it's hilarious. Um, joining me this evening on Sutton United Talk Time podcast, the UK's Sutton United Talk Time podcast. I feel I must stress to everyone in Spain is hopefully. And not sound like a robot is Sarah. Is not Sarah. It's Claire. <laughs> Sorry, Claire. Hello, Claire. Can you hear us? It's all right. I can hear you. Whether you can hear me is, uh, you know, still up for debate. We can indeed. <laughs> um, joining us early, so we're going to be bored in the conversation at some points, but we'll um, chip in if he needs to. Is Tom a Harrogate fan? Hello, Tom. How are you? Hi, Mike. I'm I'm good, thank you. I feel really um, privileged to be on a podcast about football. I think it might be my first ever. I've been on lots of podcasts about running. I've never been on a podcast about football. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I feel accepted. 
you didn't do as much research as I did then. Because um, what I found out after I invited um, Tom, whose qualification was he posted about going to Harrogate Games, and I was like, hey, come come on the podcast. Um, is after us looking through to make sure, as I said, Tom wasn't a complete nutter. Is He is a complete nutter. And he's the, what is it, the COO of Parkrun? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah things are falling into place mike again because um, i was going to mention at some point in this anyway and i probably will mention it at the end because it's in my notes um non such parkrun is doing their 500th so i'm not going to pretend i'm a regular attendee um i think i've done four i can um, check, I can <laughs> check. <So. You> do. <laughs> or maybe saturday will be four i can't remember um but it it's the 500th and if anyone does that they want you to wear blue i think i possess one blue t-shirt and it is quite a, it, well, it's it's tight and offensively tight, so I might not wear it. <laughs> but we're here to talk about Sutton United at first and the magic of the Pizza Cup. And I think we all know what's coming. Yeah, that, that, like, I'm not going to apologise. I still love that. <laughs> Claire can't speak. <laughs> I I listened to that uh, to your to the last podcast with Chalmers on the train on the way to work on Tuesday, and I genuinely burst out laughing in the middle of a packed commuter train. And people looked at me as if I was weird, which. I'm quite used to, um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a nice addition. Some, <laughs> some of your best work there, mate. <laughs> Cheers. As I described it, it's got so bad, it's gone all the way around to almost good again. Close. Um, yeah, but yes, Chelsea, under-21s, um, slightly bigger crowd than I thought there was going to be, to be quite honest. Um, what were you thought, your thoughts ahead of the game, the, the, when we saw the line-up and... Well, were you? Ex- How did you think the match was going to go? I don't know why. I do know why. I felt incredibly nervous before the game, and I think that's because I now have this unrealistic expectation that we're going to Wembley in the Pizza Cup again this year. And I, and I genuinely was like, "Oh, we have to win it." And I, and there was like this knot in my stomach, which was, you know, very unrealistic. Um, but I fully expect to top our group and uh, go all the way because. Um, why wouldn't we? That's what normally happens, right? Um, okay. I think contractually you have to say, if you say something like go all the way, you have to say in the Papa in the J. In Papa J. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Keep, keep, keep up. Sorry. I should have uh, <laughs> should have done that. Um, sorry, Sleepy Joe. Um, <laughs> but yeah. No, I I, just, I just... Sorry. I, I just want to jump in. I, I'm just going to say that I'll get a thing of the live viewers and um, it dramatically dropped after I started playing the song. So... Um... <laughs> No, either that means people have dropped their phones or not. Everyone's a fan. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, Claire. <laughs> no, um, yeah, just nervous. Um, but yeah, she said good crowd. Um, I think given that we've got quite a large Chelsea presence in the local area, it's probably not unsurprising. Um, so yeah, it was a 
nice to have quite such a, a crowd on a, a Wednesday night. And a Wednesday as well. <laughs> I can't remember last Wednesday. Never mind. Um, yeah, so good to see um, Topo and Killian up front, given a chance up front, as we kind of thought they would be. Um, big difference. You can see that Killian playing men's football and the mm. Chelsea players um, technically better, but you can see the difference between playing kids youth football, really. I mean, they were incredibly pacey from the offset. I think that was the thing that really struck me when they, when they were off, what, they were off. Yeah. I think that's what John was quite clean keen to mention. They're quick. They're very quick. They're very, very yeah. quick, um, which was, um, yeah, it was quite impressive. Um, and it was, yeah, like you say, it was interesting to see kind of the difference between the kind of the levels as such. Um, but obviously um, an early, uh, an early goal-ish, uh, then just puts you on edge for the rest of the game, kind of hoping that things are going to stay the same. Um, and they had some good chances um, and some great breaks that they went on that we were, um, you know, kind of heart in mouth moments. Um, I thought Brad just made some absolutely incredible saves. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed that, particularly in the second half when uh, uh, Alex was stood behind me, the gift guy. <laughs> and um, one of his friends was uh, berating our goalkeeping. And every time Brad made a cracking save, I turned around and went, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Tope did what Tope does and, and scored with a very early touch. Um, a bit of a worry when Sam went down yeah, again. Yeah. Um, there was talk, obviously, we're worried that it's the same thing, but um, Jason cleared that up afterwards, saying it, it wasn't the same thing, it's something completely different, which, uh, is that good, is that bad, I don't know, but he's, he said it wasn't that bad, and obviously we, we know Matt is a little bit protective and not going to take any risks with anyone, so um, off he came, and old man Rob had to come on and face a kid about half his age. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we held on. I know Chelsea had a few chances, but I think we kind of held our own, Um there was another excellent chance um, just before the end of the half. Um, yeah. Ali fizzing it across the goal, and it just needed any touch, and it would have gone in. Just a tiny nudge um, would have done it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I felt we were good for our, our one nil at halftime. I was really yeah. happy at halftime, to be honest. Like you say, that that, that kind of that it was a shame not to get that second one because I think we would have yeah. felt much more comfortable. Um, yeah. going in at halftime and then actually just for the rest of the second half. But um, yeah, it was, um, we, I think we were very much holding our own. Like I didn't feel like we were lucky to have taken the yeah. win. Like it was, yeah. um, it was a, you know, a fair fight as it were. Um, yeah. So in the second half, I can't remember the sort of exact order of things, obviously. Um, but um, I think it was Louis got away with one. <laughs> Um, I was convinced, oh God, if he gets a yellow, we're lucky here. Oh, it's not even a free kick. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, no, this was just after, shortly after the referee was berating Brad for hurrying him up, like in the 53rd minute or something, to hurry up, hurry up, hurry. And Brad had to turn to go back to the ref, go, what? It <laughs> was quite stuff. amusing. I do always think it's really funny. And someone around me did say, oh, you know, why are there no ball boys? And I was like, it's Wednesday night. They've got school yeah. tomorrow. Like, exactly. leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> First day of school. Um, it's very soon. It's going to be national stand in front of the door days coming up soon. Uh, on a little side note, seventeen-year-old Lottie has agreed that I can take one last school photo, even nice. if she doesn't wear school uniform or anything. But she's going to stand in front of a door in her normal clothes. But 
Hey, she's lived with me long enough to know I'm a weirdo. Um, but yeah, so then Louis got away with his um, dealing with the defensive mix-up, and Enzio smacked one off the bar. Mm, oh, I mean, um, that was that was beautiful, and if that had yeah. just been like a couple of inches lower, yeah. it would have been spot on. I mean, the, the fact that it hit the bar from I mean, quite my eyesight is just a little bit better than yours but it was quite far out it felt like yeah. and I was like, oh this yeah. is going in this is going in um but it was a uh, big screams from over our side of the curve on that one quite uh, yeah. quite disappointed yeah. but bit, bit disappointing but yeah um then we had a sighting of our, our new boy charlie um he looked lively for the few minutes he, did. he was he on did. definitely um and then the magic the magic board went up with its, it must be broken because it had its magic six minutes again. <laughs> so. None of us care for six minutes. Like, where does this come from? Um, before that, though, I got a little bit anxious with the with the sending off, to be honest. I always yeah. think that a red card isn't necessarily your, your greatest, uh, greatest thing because it tends to kind of uh, spur people on to try and prove, yeah. uh, prove well, themselves wrong as to kind of have been I, down to 10 men. So I was a little bit anxious yeah. at that point. But it well, did, I was uh, quite generous because I thought he had been fouled and picked the ball up because of the foul. And I was like, that's a bit... I mean, that was the second time that had happened because that happened in the first half. And I was like, mm. they need to learn. They can't do that. But then I saw a, a clip on, on, on TikTok earlier um, and he wasn't fouled. He, he literally had fallen over. And um, so it looks like he possibly grabbed the ball just to make sure we couldn't, we couldn't break. Pretty um, much. Silly, though, if he's on a red... <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's stupid and I also think like I mean David and I'm having a conversation about this on Saturday that you know there is a difference between um going down genuinely because you're injured and the way that this kind of play acting kind of culture yeah. has really found its way into into football um and you know this rolling around and all this kind of stuff and he was he was just playing at it but it's it's quite frustrating and it it slows the game down and that's what he was trying to do when he grabbed the ball as well was yeah stop us from having the advantage so i mean he did it to himself but um it is uh it, yeah. it was nice to see a ref take a uh, a strong line on something for once yes. uh, yes. they, they, they were normally... meant to be being more tough this season and uh, i haven't seen any real evidence of that, <laughs> yeah but i mean the fact he, he was the josh and daniel were with me the, the giant and uh, they told me that he's just signed for chelsea um 17 million well depending on who you believe sort of 12 to 20 million so i've gone in the middle with 17 um good money <laughs> yeah big, <laughs> his big debut against the mighty sutton and <laughs> off you went um but yeah the six minutes as on saturday we managed perfectly they've mm. obviously been um working hard on that and um looked after the ball saw it out and um the nerves are starting to go oh all right then we can do this and then all of a sudden we lost the ball and they broke and it was like uh oh and then they did absolutely nothing with it so i don't know what that was all about but um but yeah nice three points we're not top of the group because um obviously oxford smashed level, Leighton, yeah. yeah smashed Leighton orient five nil i think it was um so hopefully oxford will do the same to uh chelsea we'll get a win over Leighton Orient and then Oxford won't care because they were qualified so we can then go and win the group again and get that extra 10 grand that, that we nice love. Yeah. It's all about the money. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and um, this is why we want to go all the way in the Papa J. We can, <laughs> we can uh, get the extra dosh. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that kind of wraps it up about 
the Papa John's. I know it's not everyone's favourite competition. I, I do get that. Um, but we're in it. We have to fulfil the fixtures. Um, and if we can get people through the gate, it gives us money as well. So Absolutely. Um, let's, let, let's, let's be serious about it. Oh, and the fan zone was open early. Um, so I did enjoy the fan zone. And forgot, forgot to eat. Just well, don't, don't forget to eat on Saturday. Get down early. Yeah. Check it yeah. out. Open from midday. Um, hour again? This is when I'm going to do my SLO bit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pie Pod will be back with an yeah. updated menu. And <laughs> right. weather permitting, you can get your ice creams again. So there uh, we go. So when you say this is the, the, where I do the SLO bit, did you not see the way I eat? I sort of guide you into that. I was just, just you set them up beautiful. and I just yeah it was beautiful so professional and amazing thank you for taking the time to listen to Sutton United Talk Time on podcast the Sutton podcast if you are new to the show hello and you are very welcome hope you enjoy what we do it's a very simple format we get a few people on to talk about the game that's just gone and then we preview the next game coming up we are available on most podcast platforms where you can listen rate and review if you find that we're not on your preferred platform please let me know and i'll sort that for you if anyone would like to support the podcast you can find out how with more information on the website which is www.suttonpodcast.com and there's a tab where you can find out how to be a guest as well please find us on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok with the username at sutton podcast every like follow and share is really appreciated hope you enjoy the rest of the show thank you but we will move on to saturday and amazingly, Tom has stayed with us the whole time. He hasn't actually just gone, nah, this isn't what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the visit of Harrogate. Um, it is our de- designated or dedicated, I can't remember which way around it is, but the Her Game 2 match. So um, Sarah will answer all the questions. That's why I had Sarah on my mind earlier when I said it. Sarah will answer loads and loads of questions um, that if you've got, but make them sensible questions, don't you? silly ones i've spoken enough about it and everyone should really know what it's about um <clears throat> but if you have any questions sarah is there all day uh, all day she's there <laughs> quite early i would imagine she's not staying all day sorry um it may also be depending on the weather um rosie's debut at a men's match um, that's exciting I'm, yeah um there's also um there'll be some videos i believe they're going up later this evening mm-hmm. on um i follow and on youtube uh one from sarah and one from cat um talking right. about her game too and um kind of Excellent. the importance of um football to us as women so yeah definitely yeah. check those out. assuming it stays in and he hasn't taken it out i'll put a nice little thing at the end of the vlog um that i did for gandemonium this week and it, basically it Essentially, I've summed it up with um, just carry on not being a dick and and let yeah. people in, yeah let people enjoy this miserable sport that we all love um, because it's not always great um, as everyone knows. Hi, Tom. Um, how was your Papa John's game the other day? <laughs> you know, I was going to say something. I, I think. I mean, I'm I've had kind of two footballing supporters live. So we were saying before we recorded that. I supported Cambridge United as a, as a kid. I grew up in Cambridge and I went home and away. We were old fourth division and we had a bit of a run, which was really exciting with the likes of Dion Dublin and Steve Claridge and, and and the likes. But And then I kind of was away for football for 15 or 20 years and I've, I've got back into it more recently, moving to Harrogate a little while ago, but then going with my son and getting season ticket. So I, I don't understand a lot of what's going on these days because I've had this big hiatus. But I think... One of the problems I have as a relatively new fan, so I had a season ticket paragraph last year, went to about 30 games, came to the Sutton away game, actually, because I was in London anyway. 
with things like the Papa John's, it's finding out how does it work. Like, if you're, you have to really look hard to find out where's the league table. How many points do you get for what? We we streamed, so we played. Was it night before last? We were away at Hartlepool in the in the um, in the Papa John's, and my son and I streamed it, and we sat down and watched it on telly. And it, you know, we terrible performance. We could talk about, talk about that, but you know, we found out things like I think. It was uh, three points for a win, one point for a draw. But if it's a draw, it went to penalties. And you got a bonus point if you won the penalty shootout. Complete news to, to me. Like I follow, obviously I follow Harrogate Town on social and a few other clubs. You'd think after the games, teams would, clubs would have been sharing a screenshot of a, a league table. And mm. what does it mean? How do you go through? And I think there's a real lack of... It's quite exciting, you know, actually. I mean, you play, we've got Everton, our kind of big club. Again, I don't even know how the draw really works, but we've got Everton at home on the 4th of October, I think, is the other club in our group. I think you, I know it's the under-21s, but you can hype that up. It could be quite exciting. But there just seems to be such so little publicity around it, which is a shame, really. I, I think that would be an easy win. I think it's because um, a lot of people object to it because of the under-21s. So whenever clubs kind of post things about it, there tends to be a, a bit of a kickback because of the under-21 teams being in it. Um, it's a shame that. Don't you think? I mean, I think we had Newcastle last year. I, I didn't get to that game. We've got Everton this year. I will go. We're quite excited. And I've got Everton fans who are work, one Everton fan particularly who I work with the season to go at that person. And we're having a lot of banter about, well, how are we going to beat you and all this kind of stuff? And, you know... As much as we'd quite like to be playing the Everton first team, well, I think we'd still beat them. But um, it's, uh, I think it's a shame. I think it's a shame people moan. Football fans moan a little bit too much, don't they, about some of these things? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we're, we're all supporters of fairly small clubs. Um, so for us, it is slightly, slightly different. You've obviously heard Claire and I say uh, the money, the, t- the 10 grand. We, we kind of know that it's worth that money. And because the Premier League clubs are in it, that's why the money is so high. Um, so if they weren't there, it, you wouldn't get the money. You'd get more of a prestige, and it would be more of a, a, a proper competition. Mm. Um, it's all old-fashioned. The quotation marks. Anyone who's not watching the video, um, so because I just realised it's audio. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, it, 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 it should be more. And I was just as you were saying that, I was thinking actually, with football, we are such a closed community. You just assume everyone knows everything, mm. so there is rarely anything for. By the way, if you didn't know this, yeah. this is what it is. Because last year, we didn't really realise till late on that in this competition, you're allowed to use five substitutions, but only over three occasions. I know that's the rule now, but it was only kind of late on that we we're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know we could, we could do that. Um, it probably happened in a game that I just paid absolutely no attention to, but it just doesn't mean I knew it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is. Yeah, one of those if we could share stuff that was aimed at new supporters because there is a lot of stuff that's confusing and and you, and, and you know if if people have been you know we went to like I say probably 30 games went home and away last season we've been already went to a load of friendlies this year we've been to eight or nine games already including a couple of friendlies and I still don't have a clue how the draw works and who we might play next and I only found out two nights ago that could we're going to penalties if it was a draw and you got an extra point which I thought quite exciting um and I think if you share, if, we, if football did a better job of sharing those kind of things and being more open about it, yeah. assume people knew, then it might 
be better at attracting, particularly at low league. Where do you guys stand on? Um, I don't want to hijack it, but I'm interested in these right. things. Where do you guys stand on the streaming? I saw that um, <laughs> one of the fellas that that bought Wrexham, you know, the Hollywood Ryan Reynolds, yeah, was yeah. tweeted about, um, you know, it's unfair that in the Vanarar in, in the conference they yeah. can't stream, and and he thought that's wrong, and and he got a bit of abuse, and some people supported him, and you know, we stream. I travel with work a bit, and if I'm away, I'll stream a game. And like we had, obviously, an away game on a on a not actually a school night, but a weekday night early this week, and we streamed it. And I thought it's money into the club, and it helps you, it helps supporters get closer <laughs> to their club by watching them play. Yeah, I, I, stand on it? I think the the reason they don't allow it is obviously what the the old way used to be. Um, if something were away and I couldn't go to that match, I might pop along to watch Kashul Un or one of the other local teams because I want to watch football. Um, that tends to not happen so much. Um, so I would be in the camp of tag something onto the season ticket and then you can watch a yeah. number of away games, um, but only if you've put money into the club for it, um, not just rock up and watch it. And I think the idea is what they're saying, that's we're saying about the Chelsea match. Lots of Chelsea supporters come to watch us anyway, but if they could then stream it for a tenner, they'd be like, Well, actually, I'd rather stream that for a tenner than watch something for 20 quid or 22 quid or whatever it, whatever it is now. Um, so I think that's the thinking behind it's the, it. It's all about it's all about the gate receipt at the end of the yeah. day. Um, and it is that kind of like trying to encourage people to actually go and watch the game rather than stay at home, but um. It's an interest. I think it is a really interesting conversation because, I mean, if you support a Premiership club, you can probably watch your team on the television every single week. Um, and it wasn't until really, I guess, COVID that we started yeah. watching our yeah, team yeah. on the television. It was this like really bizarre season, like given everything else that was happening, but also that like, kind of like, oh, like. They're on my telly in my living room. This is really weird. This is what everyone else must experience all the time. Um, so there is that kind of, and I know it sounds really, this can sound arrogant, I feel of myself as a bit of a better class of football uh, supporter because I actually go and watch them week in, week out rather than sitting on my sofa. Um, but there is a... She's, a, she's having a dig at me there, Tom. Yeah, I don't go to many away games. <laughs> no. I don't want to say anything. I get greeted at away games going, are you lost? <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see. I'm, see, I'm not, so, uh, I'm not sure people who were going to go to watch would choose to stream instead of going to watch. I mean, no, some people right. might. Of course they would. But yeah. at the same time, lots of people who might, who might, you know, season tickets have gone up at Harrogate this year quite a lot. It's been a bit controversial. It's made it really expensive for like a family. If you've got two kids and a, and a parent or even two parents and two kids going, it's a lot of money. If people stream it, that might give them a connection with the club that they otherwise couldn't afford. And then actually they might continue like that, in which case, great, because they wouldn't have come anyway. And then, Or it might give them a real passion for for what's happening in the club. And then it might they might actually go, you know what, we will get a season ticket actually because we followed them last season online we know the players a little bit you know like one of our academy academy graduates George Aubrey had a cracking game on on Tuesday night we wouldn't have really known that if we hadn't watched it streamed and now obviously it's away at you guys on Saturday but when we're I think I think it's Carlisle at home is our next home game a week on 
a week on Saturday. Can't, hopefully George will be starting. And, you know, he went to the schools that our kids go to. And that, but watching him on telly was really exciting. Yeah. I think I think you're right in that respect as well. And I think also given the massive kind of like fiscal pressures and everything going on, that actually if you could say, okay, well, I can't afford to buy a season ticket this season, but for half the cost, I could stay at home and watch it. And, you know, that kind of takes into consideration the fact that like I can't do this this season because of these pressures, but I still want to give a little something yeah. and I want to watch my team. And actually that's, that's showing some care for your community as well, that you kind of respect the fact that people are struggling and things are really quite tight at the moment. And there is that kind of little bit of give and take. So there's definitely some some conversations yeah. that need to happen in that space as to how we accommodate things like that. I think one of the problems was the conversation was um, some of the bigger clubs were saying that if, like for example, Wrexham were saying that if they're playing Willstone, at Wildstone and Wrexham sold the tickets, they should get the revenue because it's the Wrexham fans. Um, whereas, obviously, if you rock up at the gate, you're going to be paying uh, Wildstone. Um, so I, I, I disagree with that because it's, no, it's the same as going to the game. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, there are certain times where it's freezing cold and because uh, I, I choose to stand on the most ridiculously coldest part of the ground <laughs> and I won't move. Um, and so sometimes I sit there going, actually, you know what? I would love it if this was on, I could just watch this on TV. Um, I mean, realistically, I doubt I would because I'd be sitting there rocking at home going, nope, I've got to go there. Because um, I've also just noticed I have to go in gate one now. Even if there's a queue at gate one, I have to wait until the queue goes. I, I don't know what's happening to me. I, don't I came unstuck it. with that because I like to go through four. And four was closed on Saturday. And yesterday, um, I came in through the door at the back of the stand and like yeah. in the boardroom, and I was like, "Oh, have I got to do this on yeah. Saturday now? Like, yeah. I've started something here." So, well, I've started on on the ladies' matches, women's matches. <laughs> they, there was one match where they had the gate open and not the turnstiles, and I just literally froze. And I was like, "Uh," and he was like. Do you want me to open it for you? Yes, please. That'd be very nice. Thank you very much. This is this is a, a prime example of how weird football support. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> very, very much so. Um, but yeah, so, so the game Saturday. Um, I think we've we've got a bit of a, a hex over you guys. I, I, I'm fairly sure that um, we do well against you most games. Well, we did. Um, yeah, I don't think we scored against you last season, did we? So, so I think I went to two of the three. So I didn't go to the away game in the league. I went to the away game in the cup where you beat us one nil. I think with a kind of fifteen minutes to go, you you guys scored, and then um, and then went to the what was it? I think it might be our last game of the season. It was the last, last game of the season. season. Yeah. Well, we, I think we beat you three, two. I think on the last two, game two or season. three, but. Cheers for helping me out there, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> um, just um, when we when we beat you, and it was just really flat because that was the game there. We needed a couple of results, one of three other results to go our way, and none of them went our way, so we didn't get into the playoffs. So it was really weird where we had actually it's the most won the depressing match. afternoon going. Despite yeah. the fact that well, we won. you say that it could have been worse. You could have been Northampton. When it, they had yeah. what, what was it? Somebody had to win seven 0 or something. Didn't it they? was Bristol Rovers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, never mind. But we got rid of Bristol Rovers, so hey, it's not it's not all bad, is it? <laughs> I'm not saying that because Bristol Rovers, some of them are nice. Kaz and the rest of them are actually quite nice. Um, but what do we what do we feel for for Saturday? Um, 
Claire, what do you, what do you think our, our team's going to be? Who do you think is going to... I mean, I feel like that's anyone's guess at the moment. We seem yeah. to be mixing it up. I don't think we've quite found... Uh, I say we. I don't think that's quite found what he wants as a, a solid starting. I think he's still... Uh, playing around with a few options. So I don't want to really call that. I know you guys do your predicting. Josh, things. Josh, Josh is Way beyond. Oh, I would hope that Josh, Josh um, would start. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to make any predictions because yeah. I will get them wrong. Cause, um, yeah, I got 11 out of 11 last week. I have no idea how. Um, Very good. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, jo Josh has got to start. The, the, the guy is just... I, I went early with my praise for him. I know I did, but... Wow, <laughs> I was right. It's not often. It's not often, but I was right. Um, but what do we feel about the game then? Are you, is it going to depend on the team we get out, or are you fairly confident? Well, I feel like I, was, I mean, I was looking at the um, I research, did some research on the way home from work. There we go. This is breaking from tradition, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I was looking at the table and I was kind of looking at form and stuff. And I guess, like, Jesus if you're looking Christ. at the table, things are pretty level pegging between us but actually when you look at form i guess maybe it's slightly in our favor over uh, over you guys but i don't know if that massively i don't know if you can tell that much this early on in the season that's that kind of classic one isn't it i think we're all we're very much still finding our feet um but i'm going to be uncharacteristically optimistic and say we're going to win two nil Ooh. There we go. oh two nil he's gone there She's gone there. Um, She's probably she wrong, and that will teach me for being optimistic for once in my life. But I'm going there. Right, and Tom, what do you reckon? I'm, 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 I'm going to get killed by some of my Harrogate Town mates, maybe. But I'm inclined to agree, Claire. Unfortunately, I think we've we've been really hot and cold all all kind of season, including pre-season friendlies. The, the opener against Swindon, which I went to, we were fantastic absolutely fantastic 3-0 win deserved it could have been more and you know Swindon great side were they playoff finalists last year I think they beat us 4-0 or 4-1 at, at our place near the end of the season I thought a draw would be a good result and we, we were great and they're gilling him away I didn't get to gilling him away but friends of mine did go said we were 2-0 could have been 4-5 we, we were great that's one side of Harrogate that you get but then, you know, recently in Newport, we were diabolical, 4-0 um, down at half-time at home. Barrow, we went, me and my son went to the Barrow game. We were just shocking, absolutely shocking. Lost 1-0, 2-0 to Hartlepool on Tuesday night. So I worry that we, we've only scored in two. Out, we've had eight, eight competitive games this year. We've scored in two, not scored in six. You lot don't concede. Mm. I, I worry that I can't see a scoring <laughs> which isn't good. <laughs> you lot are, that's never a good start, is it? And you lot are, I think, are, a, are quite a strong physical team. We seem Bruce, to I think, rounded a bit. I think we seem to, and again, there's a lot of Harrogate Town fans that know a lot more about Harrogate Town than I do. But from, from my experiences last season and a little bit this season, I feel like we can be pushed around a bit easy. So, so I worry you are going to push us around and win one or two nil, and we're in a we're in a poor vein of form and. Um, Frantically refreshing Twitter and can't see, can't see any. And I did notice yesterday, or might be today, our, our one of our real star player last season, Jack Diamond, is a lad on loan from Sunderland, was class, our best player of the season. And we tried to get him back and couldn't, and he's gone to 
he's gone to Lincoln City, I think. All right. And he was man of the match last night or the night before. And it's like, oh, we're missing Jack. <laughs> so, yeah. Look, I hope we win. If, 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 the, if, the, if the good Harrogate turns up, we've got the players capable of doing really well and putting up a really good game. We've got a team capable of, of winning. We just, we've got a load of injuries at the moment. Again, we're in a bad run of form. Away to you guys. Yeah. Nil two. Well, Cool. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Um, when I mentioned this, well, I said something to Sarah a couple of weeks ago um, that we we were getting we were just so close. Everything we're doing is just so close. There's a couple of centimeters out with passes, with shots, the thing that rattled the bar. And I said we're going to give someone an absolute spanking at some stage. We're going to really go for that. it. And she and she said, "Well, I hope it's Harrogate." <laughs> Which Betty. If you listen, wow. there is this, there's a little silence afterwards because I'm like, Sarah, what? Aren't we meant it? to be like fellow non-league she, clubs? Yeah. Yeah. Through the I mean, that's, that's she, is, she is lovely. <laughs> the only reason she said it is because this is the Her Game 2 match and she wants people to go away with a great performance. <laughs> and that was it. And I was like, oh, that makes sense now. It was nothing to do with Harrogate. It was just the date. <laughs> so, But yeah, I, I think we are we are very very close um because when i felt like this last season we did beat carlisle um four nil um and i think we followed it up with three one or something that didn't the next match so i, I think we, we're gonna we're going to give someone very soon a, a good beating um and um <laughs> it might be you guys could be you us. might you might get the other sutton where we create millions and millions of chances and we then suddenly chuck on Tope with five to go and he scores with his first touch again. Um but um, well, you've not you've not your goals haven't had your games haven't had many goals in no, this year, like no, the form thing. Yeah, it's it's I think we scored two the other day because yep. I think that's the first one, isn't it? We scored against two. Mansfield, was that? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's what you say though, Mike, where where it everything is just ever so slightly out. Yeah. And there's just gonna come this moment, hopefully, yeah. where Things kind of come together, and actually, yeah, it does kind of all start um, fitting yeah. together properly. But um, whether that is this Saturday or not remains to be seen. But I do feel that, like the last few games have have given us a little bit of a boost. Last night yeah. felt like a nice boost. Saturday definitely. definitely. Um, so hopefully, this is yeah. Yeah, the start Sorry, of our no. yeah <laughs> start of our start of our little little run. It is nothing against Harrogate, and yes, we are fellow non-league free free G power to the free G pitch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But um, but and you're you're kind of the year ahead of us, so we're kind of watching everything with interest. Going, ooh, <laughs> what are they doing? Now, um, I feel I feel like, and again, Har- true long-term Harrogate town fans might criticise me for this, but I feel like really we're speaking to, for Harrogate. We're like a a non-league club playing in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we've definitely said that. I think someone coined the phrase very early last year, we're bringing non-league to the Football League. And that, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what Sutton is. If, if people rock up and they, they, as much as they want to dislike us for being the horrible brown and yellow and brutes and all the rest of it, they keep going away with, they're really nice. Yeah. <laughs> so in the boardroom and everything, people are like, there was one guy last year going, I just sent an email out questioning something about tickets and I got an email half an hour later from the chairman at 10.30 at night responding <laughs> from the chairman. He's like, right, and what's, what's strange about that? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, 
we'll teach these League Two clubs what, what it means to be proper football teams. Um, I think I think our I think our social media team did an all. I've got some friends who who are solid Stockport fans, and of course they've come they've come up, and we're looking forward to both those games. But they are, I think our uh, our social the Harrogate Town social media team referred to Stockport as um, football league new, newbies. <laughs> Which, which wound them up no end. Yeah, the new boys. Just wait till Wrexham come up. We can all be reading. If, if, I don't know if you, I mean, if they, they were, it's not easy to get out of National League, is it? It's not, no. it's not given its name for me. <laughs> Le, Le I mean, I know it sounds really harsh. Uh, but I think it'd be funny if they didn't come up again this season because it's really ruining that documentary, isn't it? Um, it's not. And it it's just goes to show it. that, you know, you can have some Hollywood superstars chucking money at you left, right and centre, and that's not everything. Yeah. So far, I thought they came out of it all right, you know, because there was that bit at the start where Rob's gone, there's a, there's a version of this story where we're the villains, where this goes horribly wrong. And Ryan's gone, fuck it, that's not happening. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm just what? jealous that Ryan Reynolds isn't at Sutton United. That's basically yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. Just he will be in it. a season or two. T- time will tell, I think, when it for them. I think if you if you're a, if you if you're willing to stick with it as a as an owner like that, yeah, through the thick and the thin. I've not seen the documentary yet, I'm quite looking forward to it. But um and it brings a bars. I mean, we played them in the FA Cup last season. We we beat them two one in the first round at our place. Um, one nil down and real gritty game, and we were probably lucky to win it two one. But having Rex and that, I don't think the owners were were had come up to Harrogate, but it, there was a buzz around it, which was quite nice. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they 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 seem to be, and obviously you can only judge it in what you see, but they seem to be that if they do decide that's it, they're having enough, it would still be set up as they're covered. So it's, it's not. I mean, one of the, one of the things for for is wrongs at Chelsea one of the early things that Abramovich did was if he, he said if he walked away tomorrow there's money in the account to cover every single of the contracts that was there um, because as soon as he signed someone on the contract he put it aside and when, even if I, he walked away everything's covered and I was like oh all right, fair enough <laughs> at least they're not going to be in the crap um, that's the important thing isn't it I think when you're plowing that much money into stuff it's the legacy element of it and whether yeah. actually it's um, is it sustainable um, and so often when you've got someone who basically picks a football club up as a pet project, and it's quite often an ego boost, like, oh, I've got this money and I can do this. And then they get bored because they're not getting where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And when they pull out, that just it's destroys clubs. I mean, we've seen that in non-league Sames. many a time, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and it's it's a sad story. And, you know, you count your blessings that it's not yeah. your club yeah. and that you're managed in an entirely different way. But you're right, it's whether or not, they uh they get bored whether they've put the money in yeah. in the appropriate way so that if they do get you know fed up that there's still some there's still something yeah. through. But yeah. you, know, you mentioned you mentioned Oxford earlier and yeah you know, I, I lived in Oxford for a bit when I was younger and they had the manor there and I, I don't know if I even ever went to the manor but then they they were bought by a different owner I think and then they got they built a massive stadium or three sides of a massive stadium outside in kind of like a retail park and we were friends of Friend of mine is the head of the supporters club at Oxford, um, and they're I think they're trying to relocate at the minute because there was exactly that owner buys them, builds three quarters of the stadium, loses interest, and we went to a we went to a league game there last year, and you've kind of you've got not got the atmosphere, you've got a garden fence at one end, you've got a big stadium that's not very full, and so by kind of growing and then pulling out, 
Mm. Well, you can really rip the heart out of a little club, I think. Yeah. They'll like being called a little club. <laughs> um, so you're Oxford and Cambridge, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, think I, I was never, I was never an Oxford fan. Nothing, <laughs> but, uh, but you couldn't never, be. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to be. Right. Um, professionals always, and I'm sure Claire's made notes. And um, player of the day, I didn't ask you about your things for player of the day. Oh, I, I know. Genius. She's got three names. Ledge. Oh man. I know. Um, I'm putting Brad up there as my number one. Yeah. Um, just despite Alex's mate, go on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Pope, obviously. And then yeah. um, just um, quite frankly, one of my favourite players, Rob Nelson, just consistent. Mr. Consistency. Just, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, you probably only excellent. wanted two, but I've given you three. Oh, I wanted four. Oh, well, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> one short. <laughs> okay, so who else? We've got John played well, Joe and Louis went off. Uh, I'm not going to give it to Josh because he was only on for a few minutes. Well, I mean, um, you can put him in the mix because let the let the listener decide. There we go. I, I can put anything I like. I make it up as I go along. It's, it's the okay, beauty which of hosting. My fourth vote goes for Paul Honey, and he wasn't there. <laughs> no, because I know a lot of the people that follow me still are old school, and they'll just be. Yeah, all time Do you know what? I'm going to stick Enzio on because I don't think I've named Enzio this season, and he did actually have a, quite a good game last night. Um, so. I will stick Enzio in there. So um, I think I can guess who that's going to go to, but never mind. We will, we will, we will do it. Um, right. Unless anyone's got anything, I'm oh, doing my Zoom call wending again. Um, has anyone got any other business? <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's any burning desire, I will wrap it up. Um, I will obviously mention the Her Game 2 game on Saturday again. Get down early. Is Hoppy Hour on again or not? No, no Hoppy Hour this weekend, I'm afraid. But right. as I said, uh, new menu in the pie pod. Hopefully the ice cream burn if it's sunny. Um, yeah, come down, enjoy a few drinks with your pals before the game. Um, there'll be stuff going on, uh, Her Game 2 stuff going on in the fan zone, I believe. Um, and lots of people milling around to talk to. So, uh, yeah, pop Excellent. down say hello. And before that, get up nice and early, get yourself down and on such. Because I do know some people do the part runs because people have sort of said hello to me as I'm puffing around and dying on my ass. People go, hi. <laughs> and that's just before I even get to the start line. <laughs> I think there's quite a few. Um, there was a few people around by me yesterday talking about going uh, because it's the 500th. So um, yeah. you'll see my brother I there. I cycled there. You cycled I, to I cycled five k there and ran. Five, well, I say ran. I stumbled five k and then cycled back again. I've only done non such once, um, but um, and I've probably only done about four or five park runs. To be fair, yeah. Um, when I was a much healthier individual, but it's a nice, it's a nice, yeah, uh, nice flat one compared to. Uh, I don't know, Tom, if you've done uh, the new one you opened in uh, in Swanage. Um, no, not yet. Our, um, we've got a like a we went down there for the summer and that is um hilly shall we say my friends were uh, not impressed <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. I'm, well, I'm not genuinely not saying this because you were there because I, I knew it was the 500th and i was going to mention it anyway um it was just one of those weird things that line up nicely for me um but yeah the first one i did i was a little bit nervous because I, I never I don't i'm not exactly the fittest person in the world um and i plodded around the streets a bit and literally turn up someone could clearly see this guy doesn't know what he's doing and just came over and started talking to me and it was that whole sort of swept Wonderful. up and the whole idea that 
when you've done your first one, you start seeing the, the what they call the tail walkers finishing sort of an hour and 15. You're like, oh, okay, actually, all right. Yeah. And it's the whole thing. You're not going to be last. Don't worry. <laughs> Crack on. So if anyone ever wants to think about it, just register and rock up. It is, it is a bit of a laugh. And um, there's lots of people. So if you do almost die, there'll be people around <laughs> Look after to at least point where your body is because they're going for a PB, so they're not going to actually stop, but they'll say, oh, there's a fella back there. <laughs> um, but have you done the non-site tour? How many have you? Have you do, do you do more? Do you travel around to them? Um, I've not done them all. So um, I've done about... Um, so I first did, part, first did my first part run in 2007 um, at Bushy, which was the original... Um, which started in 2004, I think 2007, and I've done about, I don't know, 120 different ones or something, but we've got two and a half thousand events around the world. So, and we're starting about 10 a week. So doing all of them is a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a chap called Paul Frayne, I think has done the most different ones. Uh, Again, now I'll now get in trouble from the park run um, aficionados, but I think he's on around about 600 different park runs so like 12 years of doing a different one every single saturday that's a commitment (laughs) we make a point now when uh, when we're traveling to um away fixtures if we do like a um if we travel like halfway on the friday and then go the rest of the way on the saturday uh my brother dave is big uh park run uh fan so we always make a point of stopping somewhere different overnight so that he can get another uh another different park run on the list so yeah i had I had to delay my part run debut because um, I noticed that the academy were having the play, some of the, the you know, players running around. I was like, not a chance. Am I running in the same thing as them? No way. Am I? It'll be running little circles going, come on, Mike, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> um, but Brilliant. yes, so yeah, if anyone's around on Saturday, um, I I might see you there, but don't expect any conversation whatsoever. And happy and happy 500th part run, non such part run. What an, yeah. what an incredible achievement. Wonderful. Yeah, so it's just over 10 years, or just under 10 years. Yeah, with COVID, oh, it's, no, probably, over. it's probably just over. Yeah. I don't know the yeah. start date off the top of my head, but yeah, with yeah, COVID, it will be just over, over yeah. 70 weeks, so it's probably yeah. uh, just yeah. over 10. Wow, excellent. Okay, so on that healthy note, this is the first time ever we've done that healthiness. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank, thank you, Claire. For thank you, Mike, for inviting <laughs> me. I, I really, it's been great, uh, great fun. No problem at all. Thank you, and we might see you on Saturday. Come back to the fan zone and say hi. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Perfect. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.